the world's most exciting podcast, The Savage Nation, home of borders, language, culture. Here he is, Michael Savage. Well, this week I introduced something new, The Savage Rap. And what we have for you today is a special treat, which is a summary of the raps of the week. Now, I know many of you can't watch this on YouTube or Twitter or Facebook. You're too busy or otherwise involved or on vacation. So today we're going to take the best of the raps and give them to you in this incredible podcast where you get the daily news, views, and reviews that you have come to know and love. You're going to hear the best moments from the savage daily takes on the pressing topics of the week, including the huge FBI whistleblower trial, the plaque for the mascot of the Savage Nation, Teddy. I then talk about how whistleblowers are in danger, and this whistleblower hearing is about freedom versus tyranny, and that one of the whistleblowers was revealed to be a gay Democrat. He works for the IRS. We all need to know where the money went. We talked about, is fitness racism right Biden nibbles on a scared young girl, no one says anything, and tumbles climbing stairs again. He orders 3,000 military reservists to be ready for European deployment. Not one word from the left. NATO almost reconsiders a NATO invite after Zelensky outburst. Sure, right, too much money at stake. I then talked about conservative defeatism. Black and Hispanic New Yorkers who fail teachers' tests are going to get $1.8 billion in a New York City settlement for failing the test. Thank you, ACLU. An Irish Rambo came back from Ukraine and said the war is horror, genocide, and slaughter. We asked, has the world slightly, finally, said no to this war, to NATO and Zelensky? Remember, Zelensky ran on a peace platform. We then have Kamala Harris mustering a fake accent at Jesse Jackson's retirement party. Mark Benioff of Salesforce says San Fran will never be back to pre-pandemic standards and we need to bring back the police. That's after we fund and defund the police. Great. We then talk about a little prayer book I've had since I was 13 years old. I ask what good is a prayer book or the Bible? I discuss how the far left conquered America. And I said that if the left does not stop, it will soon be like Dr. Zhivago after the Bolsheviks took over in Russia. To me, the Gilgo Beach murder suspect seems like a cover-up. A woman dragged a climate activist by the hair off the streets in Germany. I said, thank God, it's about time. This is the captivating summary of the week's stories you may have missed. Settle back and enjoy this. I hope you enjoy it. All for you right here on the Savage Nation Podcast. Michael Savage, a host like no other. Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Welcome to the Savage Rap. Thanks for being with me. Of course, I intend to do this probably four days a week with a, a Friday rewrap on my podcast of the Raps of the Week. Today, we're going to talk about money, 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 whistleblower one, whistleblower two. What's interesting, well, as many things interesting, is not only the predictability of the illegitimate Democrat Party, which was actually frightening to watch, the African Americans simply talked about race, not about corruption within the presidential family. The others were there to obfuscate what was being talked about. I have never seen anything. Well, I could say I have in the movies in third world countries 
Uh, there's a movie from the 60s that I referenced before called Z about corruption in the nation of Greece when the communists were in power. This is exactly what's going on. And what was most interesting to me in many ways is that the secret X whistleblower, whistleblower X, was revealed today to be a gay Democrat, Joe Ziegler, which was very interesting because during his own public testimony before three OGP <coughs> led House committees, he is a gay Democrat married to a man, which is quite shocking, by the way, in many ways, when you think about it. It is the savage rap. If you care to join us, you cannot. We do not have calls, talk radio, but in many ways, it's better than talk radio because you can see me and interact with me. And I know by the responses on all of the platforms that this is being broadcast, whether it be YouTube, which I used to be limited to, or Twitter, it's, um, we used to post on Twitter afterwards when it was downloaded on YouTube. Now it goes up simultaneously on all these platforms all at once, all at once which is very intriguing. So the hearings today captivated me. I normally pay no attention to committee hearings. I figure it's just sound and fury it will lead to uh, nothing. You know I mean? That's what it comes down to. And cynics who I have spoken with are saying, what's the difference? Why get excited? <clears throat> you know that nothing will happen as a result of the hearing. I'm not so sure of this. By the way, I felt that this was the first time since that very razor slim majority of Republicans in the House were able to be seen uh, prosecuting a Democrat. And what's interesting, of course, there's many things interesting, but what's most interesting is this is the first time that we have seen turnabout and we know turnabout is fair play. <clears throat> but the Democrats didn't like this after years and years and years of persecuting Trump and persecuting him and persecuting him. All they had today was race, 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 Trump, Trump, Trump. The most sickening of all of them to me was Raskin with the, uh, I don't know how to put it, he's recovering from lymphoma. He's wearing a, uh, a covering on his hair from the hair loss and probably some post-surgical stuff. But this man was relentlessly embarrassing to himself and to the Democrats. It was sickening to watch. So what the hell was this all about? Well, I'm going to talk about that and other news stories today. But first, I want to talk about Teddy, the mascot of the Savage Nation. And I'm going to show you the book that I did years ago without interfering with the microphone, if I can, which is Teddy and me I'm not selling you a book. I don't even think it's available. And the reason I'm showing this to you today is because a plaque was installed in the local um, Humane Society in his memory as a result of a donation of the Weiner family for Teddy in supporting both the cost of a veterinarian and equipment in the Humane Society's facilities. Theodore Trueblood, also known as Teddy, you shared our lives for over 18 years and will always be in our hearts. He didn't pass away today. It was several years ago on a Thanksgiving time. And the pictures in here are awesome. Here he is in all his glory. What a dog, huh? What a beautiful, I mean, none of you think your dogs are the best. I get it. They're our best friends. But this photographer, Vince Romini, captured his soul. There he is with the microphone. There's so much in here, including a children's story called Teddy and the Bears, which I, I almost feel like reading a children's story called Teddy and, ba Teddy and the Bears. But I don't think I'll do that right now. I'll go back to the hearing. Joe Ziegler, gay Democrat. But what was this hearing really about and why should you care? That's the real question. And will it lead to anything? Will it actually go anywhere or is it going to be ignored? We know that the mainstream media didn't cover it. We know you couldn't find it on CNN or MSNBC. We know that they exist because they're the government media complex. They are the socialist slash communist news outlets that we talk about all the time. And they are totally owned by the war machine and the Biden crime family. Uh, has the radical left really conquered everything? According to my podcast with Christopher Rufo, he thinks that they have, but we're, we've reached a turning point, and I hope he is right. But let's talk again about what the hell was this about. It's about money, 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 money. Now, during the hearing, I was shocked to hear Raskin, who turns out to be one of the most despicable characters that has ever been in probably one of the most actually stomach-churning people 
I mean, I know he's a partisan. They all are. I get it. They're parts of a party. They're members of a party. So they're partisan on one side, partisan on the other. But Raskin's presentation was particularly stomach churning. He had the nerve to say that one of the reasons the uh, Biden administration wants to hire 70,000 more IRS agents with guns is to make sure that we all pay our fair share of taxes. I was shocked to hear that he tried to inject that into this discussion. What came out in this hearing, according to Joseph Ziegler, the IRS whistleblower, is that there was money the IRS found that was paid to Hunter Biden and associates on which taxes were not paid between 2014 and 2019. And here they are from Romania, 3.1 million. Why Romania? From CEFC subsidiary, $3 million. Hudson West 3, 3.7 million. Burisma, that is a corporation in Ukraine, 6.5 million. Total foreign income stream, $17 million, no taxes paid. Now, Biden, when asked about this, the president, a couple of weeks ago, was very fast for a man who's allegedly demented. And he said, where's the money? Basically, he was laughing at those who raised the question. If we, if we took in all this money and didn't pay taxes, and some of it got kicked up to me, the big guy, where did it all go? It's a good question. So I present that to the list of the savage rap. Where did it all go? I don't know. Does it have anything to do with Ukraine? Does it have anything to the fact that over $100 billion, $140 billion has been pumped into Ukraine unaccounted for? Where is the money? No one seems to know. And so that really becomes the issue. If there's no evidence, you know, it's like if there's no body in a murder, there's no homicide investigation. Without a body, there's no investigation. So unless you can show where the money is, I don't think this is going to go anywhere. That's going to be the real challenge for the Republicans. So it was fun to watch out and see the Democrats not liking the kind of things they've been doing uh, to us on our side for so long. But on the other hand, what's the good of it if we can't nail them to a cross with hard and fast uh, evidence of where the money has gone? All it about was race, race, race. And it was sickening to watch it, by the way. You would think that people of color who've worked so hard to become members of Congress would do something more than what they did to get into college and stay in college, which is use the race card. Here's the clown Chantel Brown asking one of the IRS whistleblowers if he knows the rate at which black taxpayers are audited compared to white taxpayers and if this hearing will eliminate racial disparity. And then the fool and clown, an embarrassment to himself and his people, Jamie Raskin said, excellent question. What a sad day it is for the Raskin family. So where will it go? I really don't know. I do know that we saw heroes there. The IRS whistleblowers are probably the bravest men in current American political history. Joe Ziegler and Mr. Shapley, their lives are in danger. Now, we all know that they risked everything to perform their functions as IRS agents. The question is, what will happen to them as a result? I don't know. Let's pray to God we've, we've not reached the point where they will disappear. Him being gay is an important point. He made it an important point, not me. I have to read you what Joe Ziegler, the whistleblower who was hidden until now, closeted as it were, had to say. Whistleblower one, Mr. Ziegler, said this. I recently discovered that people are saying that I must be more credible because I'm a Democrat who happens to be married to a man. I'm no more credible than this man sitting next to me due to my sexual orientation, that's what he said, or my political beliefs. The truth is my credibility comes today from my job experience with the IRS and my intimate knowledge of the agency standard procedures. That's Joe Ziegler. I was raised and have always strived to do what is right. Although I do have my supporters, others have said that I am a traitor to the Democratic Party and that I'm causing more division in our society. I implore you to consider that if you were in my position with the facts as I have stated them, ask yourself if you'd be doing the, same, the exact same thing. He concluded by saying, I hope that I'm an example to other LGBTQ people out there who are questioning doing the right thing at the potential costs to themselves and others. That's whistleblower number one. It was amazing. Anyway, both of them 
are very brave men, and I wish we had others in the government, in the FBI, in the NSA, in all the other divisions of this vast bureaucracy to stand up and say the right thing before we lose the republic uh, forever. To me, this is no longer about Republican versus Democrat. It's about freedom versus slavery. It's about freedom versus tyranny. It's about whether we want to live in a putative republic of which there's a fragment left or in a total autocracy ruled by a party. You got 20 shell companies, according to a Jake LaTurner. He said it's a pursuit of what the Biden family has been up to over the last decade. This is a big day for the Oversight Committee because for months now we have been talking about the Biden family enterprises of 20 shell companies, over 10 million in payments from foreign governments and foreign companies to Biden family members. And today we're going to hear from two very credible IRS employees. Don't underestimate this hearing and sweep it under the rug because you do so at the risk of losing the nation entirely. Are there any other stories out there worthy? Let's see what the people are talking about right now on the Savage Rap. Uh, the phone number here is zero, 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 zero. So let's go to the websites that I look at and see what they have to say. Newsmax says, whistleblower X Ziegler, Hunter Biden case needs special counsel urgently. He's right. Will they get it? No, of course not. But they did expose the DOJ obstruction of the Weiss probe. That's a big deal. The average person, not going to pay attention. It's a hearing in the middle of July. It's already past the middle of July. Most normal people are on vacation. The hearing was scheduled and blocked and scheduled and blocked. So it would run during the summer when people are not paying much attention. So you go to Fox News, again, Murdoch, IRS agent, Hunter Biden, uh, Hunter Biden, Hunter Biden should face felony and bombshell testimony before Congress. Now, I've said before, I'm a, I'm. I'm obsessed with the obsession about Hunter Biden. It's kind of embarrassing. But if that's all, all they've got, then that's work with. That's all they're going to work with. I think I'll close by reading the story. Show you a picture. Well, there's so many great. Vince Romini, who took the pictures, is the best pet photographer in the world. This was a great one. Teddy and me on the bed. Now you can't see it. Teddy and me on the bed with a shotgun, and he's staring at it. I never saw the shotgun on the bed, but I was reading him a bedtime story that I wrote and read to Ted some rainy nights when the thunder scares, and this is while he was still alive. It's actually a touching story for children. God, the bed still looks the same, but I sure don't look the same as I did in that picture because time waits for no man. I'll read you the story. Would you like that? Because that's what I'm going to conclude with, Teddy and the Bears. It's kind of touching. Let's see how it is to you. In the forest, there live some bears. No one had ever seen them. In the village, there were hunting dogs, hunting dogs that hated bears. They were called poodles. Everyone thought that they were cute because they smiled as poodles do. But they were bred to hunt, not to smile. In this village, there was a kindly old man who loved both dogs and bears. He cried every time the hunters came home with a bear. So he decided to help both bears and dogs. He found the smallest of the poodles. Then he secretly married the little to another little poodle, and they had seven small baby poodles. Then he went back into the forest and found an abandoned baby bear that was left behind after his mama was taken by the hunters. He took the baby bear home and introduced her to the small baby poodles. They all played together in Mr. Kindly's cottage. Then one day the old man thought, what's going to happen to them when I'm gone? Who will take care of them? Mr. Kindly decided he would keep choosing from the smallest little bears and the smallest of these dogs and help them have babies. Years later, when Mr. Kindly was gone and his small cottage sat abandoned in the deep forest, school children stumbled upon it. They slowly tiptoed in. As they looked around, they found torn and yellowed scraps of pictures showing the kindly old man surrounded by little dogs and little bears all cozy together around a warm fire in the hearth. The children's teacher wondered where all those cute furry animals came from and where they went. Deep in the forest, there was a huge tree. It was more than 200 years old. In this tree was a little door carved near the front of the trunk. This door led to a cave. 
which spread forever and a mile, and only God in heaven could see where the endless cave led. Somewhere beyond this tree, there is a world where tiny bears and tiny poodles sit together, sipping on honeyed leaves no human has ever seen, that give all the nutrition needed for kindly bears, kindly dogs, to live forever in a day. That's Teddy and the Bears found in Teddy and Me. It's a great children's story that I wrote just for the children of the Savage Nation. And I thank you very much for listening today on the Savage Rap. Be here or be nowhere. I try my best to give you the best I can give you, and I hope I'm giving you the best I can give you. And I thank you for listening. Thank you very much. The Savage Nation. It's Savage On Demand. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. And now, the star of the show, it's Michael. Welcome to the uh, Savage Rap. Glad you could join me today for the, I, I would say this is the virgin outing of my YouTube show. I'm planning on doing this every day at this time, which will be 3 p.m. Turn off the metronome, I got your attention. We'll do it at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern. That's how I started in radio was three o'clock Pacific. I revolutionized talk radio in the country, certainly in San Francisco. No one can debate that. And here we are. I know that I have many of you wanting me to do this every day for no reason whatsoever. Other than you want my rap, my review of the world. It's very easy. It's really easy to look at the world and say the world is finished, but I'm not, I'm not there. I've got some smart people in my life who say it's broken, it can never be repaired, it'll never come back, and I say you're wrong. First of all, I believe in cycles. Secondly, I believe all uh, epidemics burn themselves out. And I was right. Remember, during the COVID epidemic, I told you that eventually the epidemic will burn itself out, which it did. Yes, there were vaccines which helped, but ultimately the, the, the epidemic burned itself out. And this epidemic of left-wing insanity, call it political correctness, call it wokeness, call it stupidity, call it perversion, it's all going to burn itself out. When you have a president like this who's nibbling on a frightened young girl during a trip to Finland, weirding out people around the world, the man is a sick man. Not only does he have Parkinson's dementia, but he's mentally ill. Go, go look at michaelsavage.com. Yes, go to my website. I'm going to go to a bunch of websites with you today. So today I'm going to paint in a broad brush. Sometimes I paint in a broad brush. Sometimes I paint in a medium brush. Sometimes I use a pencil. Today I'm going to paint in a broad brush. And um, we'll look at some of the stories of the day. I wrote some questions for you today. Let us begin. I wrote some questions of the day for you. One, is fitness white supremacy? I had a call today from a news station in Texas. And the man said, I'm the news director of a station that you used to be on. And we can't believe that they had a dumb guest on who said that white supremacy is, is Nazism. You have any comments to make? I said, well, does that apply to black and Hispanic athletes and Asian athletes as well? What, what is going on with master stupid NBC? Well, what are they, crazy to have an idiot like that on the station? Fitness is, is, is white supremacy? How much stupider can you get with questions like this? If Biden peed down his leg during a live speech to the world, would Anderson Cooper call it rain? I'll let you answer that one. 
So let's look at some other stories and see what you think about them right now on the Michael Savage, whatever it's called. Savage rap. Biden libels on frightened young girl during trip to Finland, weirding out Twitter users. Next story. Joe Biden takes yet another stumble as he climbs stairs of Air Force One in Helsinki on the way home from Europe trip. How can you laugh at an old man falling up and down staircases? But it made me think about this. With all our money, we can't afford an elevator for him to get onto Air Force One. They have portable things they lift like the Pope up and down with. The, real, the old schmuck shouldn't be climbing steps at his age. They should give him like a, what do you call them? The things that they use in like loading docks, whatever they're called. What do you call them? You guys are in that. The loading docks that go up and down, whatever. They could put him on a thing like the Pope, lift them up and put him right on the airplane. Now, of course, I'm avoiding the biggest story, which is Biden orders 3,000 reservists to be ready for Europe deployments. But hey, man, he's a man of peace and unity. So now we're sending troops to Europe. Well, they're on the ground already. They've been there for over a year. Special forces have been fighting the Russians since the beginning. But, you know, you're not, we're not supposed to say that. And his cluster bombs have arrived in Ukraine. Let's have a round of applause for a weapon of mass destruction without one word from the American left. Cluster bombs now in Ukraine to macerate Russian flesh. Uh, NATO almost reconsidered Ukraine invite after Zelensky outburst. What is with Zelensky? How many times do I have to say to him, stop already with the olive drab, Fidel Castro, uh, Yasser Arafat outfit. It doesn't work anymore. The act is old. It's not playing. Get yourself a friggin' suit. Go to the Bonnie's basement online. You can find a used suit for $29 that might fit you. There's got to be some short guy somewhere in, in, in Eastern Europe that had a suit that he that he died wearing or something that you could buy for 39 bucks. I wore dead man's pants as a kid. Come on, Zelana Mozuski. Wear a suit, for Christ's sake. Stop with the outfit. No one's buying the act. Did you see that sad picture? He went to the NATO meeting. Nobody wanted to talk to him. They didn't want to touch him. They didn't want to be seen with him. They let him on a lower platform next to the women. And what's with his wife's dress? Zelensky's wife looks like she's wearing a dress that they stole out of a Russian department store after they invaded Western Russia. Where did she get dresses? Where did they get dresses like this? I mean, look, you could laugh at Eastern Europeans and their outfits. I understand that. But the age of bad clothing in Russia and Eastern Europe is long over. For Christ's sakes, go to Philon's basement online and buy yourself an outfit. Boss of crypto platform Celsius arrested on fraud charges. Whatever happened to the crypto crook, may I ask? Where'd he go? Or oh, the one who's allowed to live in his parents' mansion in Palo Alto? The man who uh, allegedly conducted the greatest financial fraud in American history is still not in jail. But if you don't return a library book, the tax squad comes in a black helicopter, great country we're living in. Detroit police commissioner resigned. <laughs> Did you see that story? Come on. Detroit, De they say Detroit in Detroit, by the way. I had a cousin who lived there. You say Detroit. Detroit police commissioner resigns after claiming prostitute jumped into it. <laughs> Uh, Detroit Police Commissioner Brian Ferguson, minority, by the way, resigned Thursday after being accused of having sex with a prostitute in his vehicle. Uh, at the scene, uh, Mr. Ferguson, the police commissioner, allegedly asked the Wayne County Sheriff's deputy, can you help me out? Yeah, they helped him right out into the police station. The Detroit News reported Thursday, caught in a car with a prostitute's head in his lap, and he said she jumped into the car and refused <laughs> to leave. That goes to lipstick on my collar, but it's a family show, so we can't go down there. I mean, we can't go there at all. Well, that's it for the news, my folks, my good folks. It's been 18 minutes now, disgusting behavior. You have to see the video of our demented president literally blowing hot air on an infant in Finland, nibbling on a frightened young girl. This man is not fit for office. This man is a frighteningly disgusting, demented, sickening human, human being. Now, you go to the New York Post, kindergarten teacher who poisoned 25 kids to get revenge on co-worker executed. They killed someone in the country? Doctors sound the alarm as potentially deadly STD spreads like wildfire. Maybelline's partnership with Bearded Influencer met with my... Did you hear what Maybelline did? It was bad enough that Bud Light had the uh, tranny freak. And they destroyed their brand. And I made this bottle up for when I used to be a TV star. I called it Dud Light because that's what they did to their brand. So now you have Maybelline. Maybelline, it's like a, a low-end makeup line. Been around since I'm a kid. Used to see it in Queens in the, in the middle-class houses. 
Now they have a man with a beard putting lipstick on, and they wonder why people are getting upset. Disney heiress arrested protesting private jets in ritzy New York community. Lunatic, moron, drug addict, schizophrenic. Put her in a straitjacket and take her right to Creedmoor. Shoot her up with Thorazine. They can still find a few vials and put her back to uh, where she started. 65-year-old Rocky star seemingly gets married to 25-year-old personal trainer. Who's the old one here? The old woman married a Oh, no, the old guy. Now that another moron marries a 25-year-old. Tell me, tell me the longevity of that marriage. Rocky star Dolph Lundgren, 65, Emma Crokedale, seemingly get married in Greece. Lundgren is vacationing in Mykonos with both daughters, and he gets married to a 25-year-old Corva? Are you kidding me? She's marrying him for his looks, I'm sure, and for his, uh, his, his great soul. I had a great friend who died about a year ago. Great guy, living into his 80s. One of the most, nicest men I ever met. He was about, I'm not a tall guy, but he was shorter than me by five inches. Made himself into a wonderful person. Rich man, created products, and invent a great man. And he always had young women, never got married. So he once looked at me and said, Michael, do you know why they go out with me? They go out with me, they go out with me for, my, for my good looks and my physique. He knew what they went out for him for. So we have to look at this now, and you wonder why there's a war in Ukraine and why the cities are melting down. Let's go to a couple of other websites before I sign off. It's been a 20-minute monologue here, and I can hear the clock ticking away. It's like a radio show, and i got to take my first break. But I will not come back after this break until the next show. And that's what you're going to hear as I sign off on the Michael Savage YouTube show. Now, this is going to go right onto Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and other sites. Uh, we could do it direct to Twitter because this is the future of the media right now. You know, Tucker Carlson is a pioneer, and he moved over to Tucker on Twitter. 80 million people can't be wrong. And I've been putting my YouTube pieces onto Twitter after we record them. It's easier for me than any other methodology. I don't have a crew. I don't want a team in here with a camera. Then I have to someone clean up the mess over here and make it look like a studio. This is the raw Michael Savage. And uh, so the fact of the matter is this will be on Twitter a little later on. And I'm planning with God's will. It's a Friday already. Wild brawl of scantily clad women breaks out at Las Vegas Casino. You take a look at the women, scantily clad women. Like Lenny Bruce once said, you know, she wears a see-through dress that you don't want to see through. Any woman who's scantily clad, I don't even want to look at, to be honest with you. So let me conclude, since it's a Friday, with a prayer. I'll conclude. Oh, I must show you something. Right. No, not now. I'll save it. I want to do everything. All of a sudden, I want to do everything in the first show. But with God's will and your viewership, and you must press the like button. You must press the like button. This is the future savage. Be as raw as you'd like. Just be honest. I'm, I'm being I'm being who I am. It's I'm talking to you. You're in the house. We're just looking at the news. What I intend to do is go on to uh, YouTube each day at 6 o'clock Eastern, 3 o'clock here like I started in radio, and uh, paint with a broad brush. I thank you so much for listening and enjoying my beautiful dimples, my great face, and I hope you'll continue to listen to Michael Savage live on all these other platforms because I don't need any producers, no owners, no advertisers, no supervisors, no censors, no co-hosts, no lighting men, no directors, no producers. And I thank you so much for listening. I'm now going to press simply the button that says stream. See you Monday. God willing. Take care. The Savage Nation. It's savage, uncut, unfiltered, and raw. And now live from the Savage Studio, it is Michael Savage. Uh, welcome, welcome, welcome. You know what I want to talk about today is conservative defeatism. I did an interview this morning for my podcast for tomorrow with a uh, great young man, Chris Rufo, who wrote a book entitled America's Cultural Revolution, How the Radical Left Conquered Everything. Now, it sounds like a very depressing topic. And so I said to him, I'm not as pessimistic as some. I'm, I'm not as pessimistic as some. He said, no, there's a tremendous depression in the conservative, uh, on the conservative side. And we talked about that. 
And we talked about how America's major corporations are bending the knee to BLM, Antifa, uh, the divert, what's this called now? DEI, diversification, EEI. What that is, is taking dummies and idiots who are not qualified and making them into what they're not. And it led to a story today that I really couldn't believe. I found it on Twitter. I didn't even see it in the news. And I put it up on michaelsavage.com. Here it is. Here's the headline. Black Hispanic New Yorkers who failed teacher's test win a $1.8 billion settlement in New York City. So these are dummies of color, if I may say so. They couldn't pass the teacher's exam that everyone else had to take. And here's a dummy in Queens who failed and couldn't become a teacher. He's getting a $2 million settlement as a result of the vermin in the ACLU who should be deported. It's the largest legal payout in New York City history. As of Friday, 225 people failed the liberal arts and sciences test used for teacher licensing from 1994 to 2014 had been notified they're getting settlements of at least a million dollars each. The court ruled that the exam violated civil rights laws. Now, how is that possible? How could an exam that is equal for all races violate a civil rights law, allowing far more white candidates to pass than others that were smarter and better prepared? A billion-dollar settlement, and these dummy losers who couldn't become teachers got rich for failing a test. And you wonder why conservatives who work their whole lives are depressed. You wonder why people hate liberals. You wonder why people are at the point of civil war. I don't. So that was the lead story. And uh, there are others. I can go through the news with you, which is what I'm going to do. Ukraine, frontline is a horror. Genocide and slaughter, says an Irish Rambo who was leaving after 17 months. He says there's dead people everywhere. Uh, they were told to go into the trenches and kill Russians, and they ran into mines. They ran into Russian T-72 tanks. They've been chopped to ribbons. This guy, if you look at him, is a tough guy from Ireland. He's been there 17 months. He's running home. He said he can't take the killing anymore, and he means dead Ukrainians. They're putting them in the meat grinder. Thank you very much, military-industrial complex. I asked last week in a podcast, has the world finally turned on this war. I don't know right now, but here's a far left Congressman Kahana, whatever his name is, says we spend billions on defense, but are running out of ammo. Where's the money going? Oh, he finally asked the question. Ask Lindsey Graham, the guy who grew up at a whorehouse. On Friday's broadcast of CNN Situation Room, Representative Ro Kahana, a far left lunatic, stated that it makes no sense that we spend billions of dollars on defense, but we haven't managed to run out of the ammunition that we give to Ukraine after a year of war. And this shows that there was a clear lack of accountability. No kidding, Roe. Of course, there's no accountability. How much of it is flowing back into the hands of American congressmen, senators? How many? I don't know. Would you know? Let's go to some other stories here. The news is depressing. I mean, you get you sick. It's just as easy to move you know, away from it and say to hell with it, I'm going to live out my life the best way I can. It's just not in my in my DNA, really, to, to walk away from this. You can visit my uh, podcast that's up right now. It's really good, or I wouldn't have done it. This has the world turned on NATO and Zelensky. You have to answer that question yourself. I mean, he appeared at NATO. He looked like he was wearing a 1950s New York garbage man's outfit. It, it's not playing anymore. The act is old. No one likes a, it was like a, a vaudeville of a guy playing like he just came from the front lines. You know, put on a friggin' suit already, uh, Zelensky. We all know you're, you're an actor. We don't consider you in America. Not everybody loves your act. And your wife, she's wearing dresses. They look like they stole them out of a Russian uh, department store that you just broke into in Bakhmut that you took over. Buy her a dress somewhere in Filene's basement online. What are you giving her dresses you stole from Russian department stores? We understand the Ukrainians are the innocent bystanders in this at this point. They were misled by this criminal Zelensky, who, by the way, ran on an anti-war platform. You probably don't know this. When this comedian, who played the piano with his dick, ran for office, he was loved in Ukraine and in Russia because he was a good vaudevillian and a pervert. People tend to like perverts like Howard Stern. They thought he was funny. So now imagine he becomes, and he runs saying he's not going to go to war with Russia. He's not going to let NATO 
bring, he's not going to join NATO as a Ukrainian leader, and he's not going to let them put missiles on the border of Russia. So they elected him. But the poor Ukrainian people didn't want any more of this war. And so the con man conned his way into the, uh, into his Oval Office, and then he turned the country into a cesspool and to a slaughterhouse by challenging a giant on his border called Russia. Now, and hold on now. Our natural instinct as Americans is to side with the underdog. And there is no question that Ukraine is, an, uh, is the underdog here. But if you keep encouraging the underdog to fight, when you know the underdog can't win, no matter what weaponry you give him, are you doing the underdog a uh, are you doing the underdog a favor? I don't think so. It's a very sick thing that could lead the whole world into an inferno. Russia pulls out of Ukraine grain deal and potential blow to global food supplies. What do you expect them to do? They're going to do everything short of launching a nuclear missile on Kiev. Kamala Harris musters fake accent at Jesse Jackson's retirement party. You don't know which way to turn. If you listen to her talk, you, you say this can't be true. Is this woman this stupid? Or does she play it being stupid? And she's the alternative to Biden right now? Where do you hear her voice? Kamala, here's Kamala Harris on Jesse Jackson. She's celebrating one of the biggest con men in the history of, the, of American politics. Jesse, hi, Jackson. And early on, just think about it. Early on, he even had the audacity to name this coalition the National Rainbow Coalition. Think about that. She's pathetic. It's sickening. He defined the rainbow. He was one of the first to define the rainbow. Define the rainbow. I went up there and I seen. Okay, we heard that one. Everyone's like a bad, a bad actor now on the stage. Biden's fired non-binary energy official. That means um, sexually confused psychopath. Biden's fired. You have to read it and, and interpret it for you. Here's the headline. Biden's fired non-binary energy official Sam Brinton. What do you mean a fired non-binary energy official? Can't you use plain English? Mentally confused, sexually deviant Sam Brinton was on taxpayer-funded business trip when he stole baggage from airport in Las Vegas. He was in charge of disposing our spent nuclear fuel. That gives you some idea of who's running this country. And now we go to Big Ben country. Muslim billionaire wins permission to turn London's famous landmark in Piccadilly Circus into a giant three-story super mosque. Welcome to Londonistan. We told you what happened. Tech CEO, downtown San Francisco, never going back to its pre-pandemic state. Now, look who's saying it. Mark Benioff, the CEO of Salesforce, and otherwise Slimeball himself. Here's a man who, I don't know how he built a, a, a tower of that size in San Francisco so quickly, when if you want to expand a deck in San Francisco on the back of a single-family house, 33 communist inspectors come around and tell you why you can't build a deck unless you pay them off with permits and whatnot. And this guy built one of the greatest towers in modern history in San Francisco, beautiful building, Salesforce, and now he's going out of business. And he says that downtown San Francisco will be not be going back to its pre-pandemic state, blah, blah, blah. We know about office vacancy rates. And he said, listen to the, here's the punchline. The area is never going back to the way it was. And he advised Mayor London Breed, another genius, to hire more police. Now, this is the same Mark Benioff who funded BLM when it was convenient and politically correct to do it, to keep them off his back uh, from asking too many questions about zoning issues. This is a guy who funded every BDS movement, every left-wing movement in the world is Benioff. And now he's a man who attacks the police and now says, oh, I'm losing money on my building in my area. Please rehire the police, okay? Oh, boy, oh, boy, the word hypocrite doesn't apply at all. Well, I've been with you now for 20-some-odd minutes, and there's more. Disney heiress arrested at climate protest against private jets at Hamptons Airport. Schizophrenic. Put her in Creed more. Germans have had it with eco-protesters sitting in the road. I would say if they glue their fingers to the asphalt, leave them there. Don't ask the German police to take their fingers, unglue their fingers from the pavement. Leave them on the road. That's what I say. And I would make it a crime of 10 years in prison for anyone who defaces art, that includes museum art, that includes statues, anyone who defaces it 10 years in prison. You put them in hard time and they'll stop defacing things.
win for Afri Forum in South Africa, quote, calling for the slaughtering of white people. They call it hate speech. How did they come to that conclusion? Conclusion. Blue City struggles with police officer recruitment after droves of retirements. Would you be a cop? Huh? Homeless continue to take over LA's iconic Venice Beach or boardwalk as shocking footage shows it looking like a trash heap with grocery carts, tops, and blankets. I have a solution to the homeless problem. I've given it to you for years. It's commonsensical. It's the only thing that's going to work. Eventually, it will happen. You forcibly round up the homeless. If Marvin from the ACLU stands up and says, oh, you can't do it. You take Marvin in with the bums. You put them all in internment camps in an unpopulated area. You build them 100 miles away from population centers. And I'm talking about barrack-style housing of the type from World War II that our troops lived in. It didn't kill them. Running water, bathrooms. You provide them with food, and they have to take care of it themselves. And if the lawyers don't like what's going on, you make them live there with their homeless clients. And that's the end of the homeless problem. And that's the end of my show for today, which is called The Savage Rap. I have two things to ask you to do for me if you want these to continue. One, on YouTube, you click the like button. That costs you nothing. Two, you download the Michael Savage podcast which costs you nothing unless you're a member, and I didn't say you have to be. They're free. All you do is you go to michaelsavage.com. If you can't go to all the other places, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, Spotify, Megaphone, and you see that I have how many episodes now? Wow, let me see. To scroll, it's 600 episodes? Incredible. Well, I'm not quitting yet. When the time comes, I quit. The time has not yet come. I'm not ready to go over the rainbow. Maybe you are. Have a nice night. I'm Michael Savage. Hope to see you again. See you again right here at 6 o'clock Eastern. But right now it's time to say sayonara, kiddo. I've had enough. I'm going to end the stream. Thank you for listening. Click the like button if you like it. And God bless America because we sure need it. But I think he's left the theater. Home of Borders, Language, Culture, The Savage Nation. Thanks for joining me. We're using a new system today where I am live simultaneously on Twitter and on YouTube. It's a new system, so bear with me. I want to begin with something, not the news, and that's this. It's a little prayer book that I've carried with me all these, it seems forever. Paid no attention to it. My grandmother, who was an atheist, probably a communist for all I know from Russia. She was an anti-communist who fled Russia. I know that. But she was an atheist who didn't believe in God. And she gave me this book when I was 13. That's the Jewish Confirmation. And I, I paid no attention to it. I thought it was a nice, cute little thing. It's just white leather. And what meaning does a Bible have? What does a prayer book mean to anybody is the question. Don't worry about it. I'll get to the news and bashing liberals in a minute if that's what you're tuning in for. So, you know, I looked at this book and I, I said to myself, well, okay, great. So now what? What's the big deal? How many decades I carried it with me? I don't know how it's still here. But over the last year, as I've become more uh, homebound, doing my shows from my home, whether it was here or on another network, sometimes before the show, I would get cold. My hands would get cold. I'd feel the anxiety. I would, you know, tell you I do. It's like uh, the great Santini going up on a high wire because going on the media live is still going on a high wire. There's no script. And uh, I pride myself on walking the high wire. And I would pray on this book. And what would I pick for a prayer? I don't know. I'd have to pick some prayer for the afternoon. I don't know what words gave me some comfort, but I did find one. And here it was. And it says this. If I'm boring you, I apologize not. It says to God, you favor man with knowledge and teach mortals understanding. You favor man with knowledge and teach mortals understanding. And that would give me strength. So here I am. Thank you for listening. Welcome to the Savage Rap. I want to begin today by reading to you some of the titles of the last podcasts I have done. 
the one we just put up today is called How the Radical Left Conquered, well, Conquered America, America's Cultural Revolution, How the Radical Left Conquered Everything. And we had a great author on, a young man, very smart, but we agreed that they really have reached their zenith, that the world is changing on them right now. We know that most American corporations bent their knee to the far-left agenda. We know that the cowards in the corporations bent their knee to the gangsters in Black Lives Matter. We know that the perverted left took over higher education. We know that many America's public schools are using Black Panther ideology. We know that they put down white people in, in schools today and making race the main thing rather than anything else. We know that the violence is out of control under, uh, I almost said Obama, but it's the same thing under Biden. So what's the goal of the left? Well, we talk about that on the podcast today, how the radical left conquered <laughs> everything. But I think it's turned around. I think they've hit their, their zenith. Uh, people are waking up to them. My, I'm going to read you the last five podcasts. Has the world turned on Zelensky? Is nuclear war inevitable? Carrie Lake with Michael Savage. Affirmative racism struck down by the Supreme Court. Ukraine, what is real? What's real? You're not reading about it. You're not seeing it on Anderson Cooper or any of the liars in the media. It's terrible. It is a meat grinder. Did you know that over 150,000 Ukrainian men have been killed in this war? And the best estimates I get from the experts that I can find who know some of this stuff are that about 35,000 Russians have been killed. The Ukrainians are being macerated because of this war. It's a disaster for all parties and for the world. Civil War Can It Be Stopped was done on June 23rd. And I did the original show, Liberalism is a Mental Disorder, on June 17th. Those are some of the topics that we did here on the Michael Savage podcast. And I hope you'll go into the library. Right now, I can give you what you came for, which is the news. The hard news and nothing but the news, but I, I'm being plagued by a question right now, which is why do this at all? Does it really matter? Does any of this really matter? Is this just peeing into the wind? Is this just peeing into the wind, no matter who you are in the media, what difference does it really make? Oh, I can read you some of the stories on michaelsavage.com. Sure, I'd love you to go on the website. Would it change my life if instead of getting 10,000 or 20,000 views on social media for these little shows, the Savage Rap. What if I was getting a million or two million or three million or four million? What would happen in my life? What, what difference would it make? These are the only questions I ask, and I keep hearing that still small voice talking to me, the one that's been with me since I was on this earth, the still small voice that says, Talk about most important, the most important things, Michael. All of this doesn't matter. This is all chaff. It's nothing. It doesn't matter who you are in the media. It doesn't matter how big you are in the media. What difference does it make? Because at the end, only God's word matters. That's all matters. I mean, that's what I'm hearing. Oh, yeah, I see the news. Biden's new student loan forgiveness program will cost $475 billion over the next 10 years. What does he care? The zombified streets of Philadelphia, shocking footage emerges of trank addicts swaying on the sidewalk in Democrat City. Desperate Disney prepares to sell off the th a third of the company. That's the groomer, Bob Iger, the groomer. New York Times reports coronavirus deaths were overcounted by 30%. We told you they were bunching deaths from other causes in with COVID right during the epidemic. Trump says he expects arrest and indictment over January 6th Capitol riot. I guess they're going to arrest him for a laundry tag that he pulled off a sheet in 1916. Safeway adds more anti-theft gates at several San Francisco stores. A disaster. I love, I love this area, and I loved San Francisco. I rarely go in there anymore. I can't take it anymore. San Francisco Walgreens now resorts to chaining their freezers to stop shoplifters. They know who they are. You send in the cops with billy clubs. You bust them over the head. You put cuffs on them and drag them out like the garbage that they are. And you throw them into prison. 
That's the end of the that's the end of it. And then what? The ACLU screams. You throw them in prison with them so they could take care of them. I'm sick of it all. I'm just sick of it all. That's why I can't do this much longer. Massachusetts governor calls on residents to house illegal aliens in their guest rooms. You know, if you read Boris Pasternak's Dr. Zhivago, you knew this was coming. Uh, Dr. Zhivago was a very important book written by Boris Pasternak. And it showed what happened after the Bolsheviks took over <clears throat> Russia at the time. And if you saw uh, some of the movies like Dr. Zhivago, great movie in its time. And it showed what happened to an upper class family after the Bolsheviks took over. They put the street rabble into their house and they made them live in the basement and do the laundry, which is what Antifa and the vermin on the left would like to do in this country. And I, I remember once I was at a gathering here in Marin County 20 years ago with all liberal neighbors, but I, I, I want to be neighborly. They were real snotty people. I didn't like them really. They just never lived in the real world. That's why I didn't like them. And they went on and on with their liberal claptrap, and I didn't say much. I just drank some wine until finally I said to one of them, I said, what do you think is going to happen in 20 years when the government says to you, let's see, you're an elderly couple. You're living in a house with four bedrooms and two bathrooms or three bathrooms. Your children have grown up. So the governor of the state has passed an edict that you now have to take in um, unhoused people into the spare bedrooms, illegal aliens, I call them that. They'll call them something else, undocumented migrants. They're not that. They should all be deported, every last five million of them thrown out of the country. I'd like to see the, the railroads running south. You make me president, I'd start the trains running south the first day I start. I deport five million of them. Number one, why are they living in $400 a night hotel rooms? At my expense, do you know what kind of taxes I pay? You would die if you knew what I have to pay to support these filth, these bums, these. And then the street bums, I have to support their habits. So I said to them, what are you going to do when the governor says you have to take in illegal aliens and homeless and put them in your house? They looked at me like I was crazy. But they didn't read. They don't know their history. That's why they're going to repeat it. I know my history. I read Dr. Zhivago and I know what it meant. What else is the news that you want to talk about? How bad it is in America? Why are they going on about this Gilgo Beach murder suspect? It's a cover-up in the, in the Post, New York Post. FBI told her investigator to decline to respond to committee questions, bombshell letter shows. So there's collusion between the FBI and the Biden crime syndicate. Why is that happening? Right next to it is a story that explains it all. Ex-ABC reported to plead guilty in child porn case. Do you need to know any more? Ilhan Omar, she's the psychopathic Muslim, roasted for a tweet claiming Earth broke heat record last set in 117,977 B.C. In addition to being a racist and a hater and a dumb person, she's a dumb person. She's just stupid. Most of the left are stupid. Get up. Woman drags climate activists by the head to stop her from blocking traffic in Botrop, Germany. The Germans are standing up to the street, the street garbage, the filth, the bums in Germany. They're dragging them by the hair off the streets. It's about time. It's about time everyone stood up to these left-wing schmucks, these losers. These losers. Get up. Woman drags climate activists by the head to stop her from blocking traffic. Thank God it's got to happen here because when the leaders won't lead the people, the people have to lead the leaders. Unfortunately, when you have a corruption of the type you have under the Biden crime family with a collusion between them and Anderson Cooper and 99% of the worthless rats in the media, it's very difficult for the people to lead the leaders. Well, that's it for today. That's the Savage Wrap. And thank you very much for watching. Well, thanks very much for listening to the Savage Rap. Every day, this time, with God's will and your listenership, live on Twitter. This is our first live show on Twitter ever. And on YouTube. It's a mutual joint thing. And I thank you very much for your patronage. Thanks for listening to my podcast. And never forget 
that there's a man upstairs watching it all. Well, thank you very much for listening to today's podcast. I hope you've enjoyed it and you'll learn something from it. We have about 400 other episodes available for you to listen to absolutely free. You can go back into our vast library of podcasts and listen to any one of them at any time. And remember this, if you want to listen to my podcast ad-free, sign up for the Savage Premium Membership and get access to ad-free podcasts as well as some premium content from our Savage Archives. How do you sign up for those ad-free podcasts? Please visit michaelsavage.com for a link. Again, thank you for your listenership. This is Michael Savage.